0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everyone, wherever you are, what time of day it is that you are listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. This is Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and we are coming back to you. You know, just on a touch base, talk to talk to you about some things, and hopefully, we can have a good conversation. Um, you know, with you, and just kind of spark your interest in, in a few things. And uh, if you ever have any questions, certainly, you know, hit up um, you know Big Mouth Media and, and hit the show up just ask a question, you know, email us, you know, just communicate with us and just let you know what you think, um, some things that you want uh, or some topics you feel as though you want to be discussed. And, or um, if you want to ever be a guest or something like that, you, you are more than welcome. We can certainly accommodate. We can certainly uh, bring Absolutely. you in and just have a great conversation. Uh, but with me now, I do have a uh, good friend, uh, my, my cohort, my partner in crime, Dr. Cindy Banye. She's with us uh, and she's here. And, and, you know, Definitely a smart, smart uh, person, brings in uh, a, a ton of insight, inlight, and wisdom to a lot of our conversations. So, hey, Dr. Cindy Banya, say hey to everybody. Hey. hey, Howard, how's it going? I'm fired up, right? Cause you and yes. I just
1: had some amazing experiences this weekend and I'm feeling fired up. Are you fired yes. up?
0: Yes, yes, I, I, I certainly, I certainly am. And what she's talking about is we just finished up with the uh, Democratic convention here that was held in uh, Miami, Florida. And we had a ton of people there, Uh, a lot of great information, a lot of good um, uh, times that we've had with with some people, some people that uh, that were new that I've met, you know, some people that uh, that I've known. And I've even had an opportunity to meet uh, some people that I grew up with, um, you know, that's now in in politics and some people that uh, I mean, I, I went to school with you know, that's now in, in Tallahassee, uh, some right. people that I've known in Virginia, you know, that now they're in politics coming up. So it's, you know, it, it's, I guess the, the the biggest thing is just to say that it's a small world, you know, regardless it's of like, what
1: you doing, everybody,
0: <laughs> it is a small, small world. I mean, you know, I was at, you know, one, one event and a young lady came up to me and said, hello, Mr. Sapp, um, how are you doing? And, and it was, I mean, she's probably in her late twenties now. Um, and I, you know, said, and I had to do a double take. And I said, wow, what, what are you doing here? And she just, uh, that's the young lady that we um, went to church together in Virginia, you know, and, and she knew, and she said, how's your daughter? You know, and she said, how old is your daughter now? Because uh, at that time, my daughter at the time was uh, uh, about eight years old. Um, so now she's, my daughter's 21, you know, so she was like, wow. But that was just, you know, a, a, another opportunity. I, uh, you know, met a good friend, um, Eric Riley you know, which uh, is now in Tallahassee, and, and he's doing a lot of things in education. Uh, we grew up together, went to Fort Myers High School uh, together. He was a few years ahead of me, uh, but again, a great, great friend. Got an opportunity to talk with him for a while, my wife and I. You know, so, I mean, it was it was a wonderful, wonderful time. You know. Yeah, so this was
1: Leadership Blue, and it is the annual gathering of Democrats in the state of Florida, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard about anything that's been happening with the Democratic Party in the state I know of Florida.
0: Why. exactly, exactly. You know,
1: there's been some things, right? So <laughs> this was like, you know, it's a time, and we have new leadership under Nikki Freed, Chairwoman Nikki Freed. She's mm-hmm. trying to energize the party, energize the base, and you know, breathe life into a party that the the Republicans are insisting is dead. And it's kind of some strange rhetoric, you know, like I think Ron DeSantis actually said, the Democratic Party is roadkill on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And we have yes, the chair yes. of the Florida GOP oh, saying man. that his goal is to eliminate all Democrats eliminate. Yes. with some pretty like heavy rhetoric. So mm-hmm. it was a time that we needed strength and energy. And and I think on that note, the Leadership Blue 2023 delivered.
0: I, I I totally agree with you. I think that, you know, coming from and just initially listening to some of the leaders and and definitely listening to uh, Nikki Freed, you know, and knowing some of the things that she's trying to do, and even some of the things that she's already done, you know, as now the uh, the chair and the leader of the Democratic Party for the state of Florida, uh, some of the things that she's done and the leadership that she's provided, you know, has certainly moved us forward and continuing to move us forward. Um, I think that it's something that, you know, we can, you know, though we're not, you know, where we want to be, we're not where we used to be. And it's an opportunity for, so many of us and the Democratic Party itself to grasp hold. And if we can, you know, in a cohesive manner, you know, kind of push, you know, this uh, everything that we're trying to do, the things that we're trying to do and the, the um, decisions that are being made, you know, on 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 a state level, you know, then even and have that trickle down to uh, your local level. Uh, but just the things that the, the format and the pieces that we're trying to move forward, if we can just grab hold to that, you know, as a party, you know, as a democratic party, if we can grab hold to that, I think that we can certainly um, move Florida more blue, you know, and, and continue mm-hmm. to let people hear what, what a cohesive democratic party uh, sounds like, you know, and mm-hmm. then show them what a unified democratic party looks like, you know, and yeah. I think that that would, that would bring, uh, give a lot of people a little more comfort in supporting uh, even from from the democratic standpoint, I mean, not talking about independence or anybody else, but just from a democratic standpoint, because of course, as, as we both know, you know, um, the democratic party has not had, you know, a very good reputation, you know, but I think that we're on our way.
1: Yeah. And I think that you, message of unity was something that Nikki Freed was talking quite a lot about and bringing people in. And their the fact that the event was in Miami as a testament Mm -hmm. to refocusing on what has been important. Obviously a lot of places across the greater Miami area were ceded to Republicans because Mm -hmm. they had major Hispanic and Spanish language outreach to communities there and Mm -hmm. folks got comfortable in some of these blue areas around the state. And Mm -hmm. I think that having this strong message is important and that there were some controversies, though. I'm I want I'm trying to like segue into some of the <laughs> no, things I'm that were really out funny. there. Yes, because um, you know, it was interesting. So there was the, of course, the gala was the biggest event and the most right. publicly covered by the media as well. And we had the keynote speaker Bradley Whit- Whitford, who mm-hmm. is an actor, had been in West Wing, and gave some, you know, really uh, punchy things yes. of, in re- his re- very really,
0: very colorful.
1: Yeah, very colorful. Um, interesting. It's always fun to have you know a little bit of levity too, and mm-hmm. the the event ended with a surprise drag show, mm-hmm. which was interesting as well. But that's something now that other politicos are criticizing and saying that oh, that's yeah. going to help the Republicans. But it's a year and a half yeah. to election, so they're yeah. going to be long forgotten <laughs> at that point in time. I
0: mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna say you know what they want to say and how they want to say it, and you know regardless of what. I mean, we, I mean, the Democrats could have, you know, put on, like you say, the gala and everything, you know, as, you know, fine as they wanted to, they're going to find something wrong to say, you know, so it's always yeah. going to be open to, you know, whatever they want to, well, they could have done this, well, they should have done that way, well, you know, it's going to be a problem because of this, and it's going to be a problem because of that, you know what, let's just move forward and like I said, get ourselves together and go out there and have run and in each campaign, each candidate, you know, you know, run run a good campaign, you know, and go out there and and push, you know, as much as you possibly can. And I do like even from you the standpoint of Nikki Freed and her talking and even when the opportunity that, you know, I had, you know, in speaking with her, you know, saying that, you know, she was there to support us, you know, so I'm going to certainly, you know, hold her feet to the fire. You know, to say, you know, that this is th- these are words out of your mouth, you know, so let's, you know, understanding that, you know, you're looking at the state, you know, but I know it's a lot of local levels, you know, need the support and you don't want to make everything too big that the people in the local level don't feel apart. You know, and that's one right. of the big things. That's one of the big things that I think that um, we need to make sure of. Um, and right. even from uh, locally with the uh, local Democratic Party you know, and always talking with the uh, the chair there with Kerry uh, Lerner, um, mm-hmm. the same thing, you know, we, we have to make sure that we focus on, you know, the candidates understanding that, you know, you have some uh, things that you want to do um, as a party, but you have to make sure that, you know, it, it's a party and you have people that are trying to support the party. You have mm-hmm. can- candidates running, you know, in the name of the party. Um, so you have to make sure that, you know, you have a well-rounded, um, well a real, well-rounded establishment a well-rounded um, you know plan to make sure that everybody's included
1: yeah. and I had some national folks calling me and being you know you really? okay. the last couple of years going what's going on and who's doing this and what i was saying is that We are actually stepping in the right direction as far as the Florida Democratic Party goes. You know, first Mm -hmm. and foremost is the really wonky, the weighted vote thing. But that was a a technical thing that put Florida out of compliance with the DNC, caused friction amongst the state. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that has now been resolved. And. We can move forward on that. Right. So she allowed that to happen, which Mm -hmm. was good. Another big thing was the increase in communications and visibility of the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. You know, Nikki freed herself, put herself on the line, got arrested and really showed that the Democratic Party is fighting. We have not had that type of leader at the Democratic Party in Florida for a long time. Right. right.
0: That's true. That is true
1: that was a big deal and the communications in general doing more pushing out more messaging even florida politics peter sorsuch who is the editor of florida politics made the quip that immediately they could get communications requests past 5 p.m it was Mm -hmm. kind of like a joke saying like look they didn't really have a 24-hour you know robust communication systems there and that changed. so those were definitely big things And part of what was discussed at Leadership Blue was this new grant program Mm -hmm. that the FDP put out. And it seems like it was less, well, of course, everybody wants to have the funding, right? And the support. But it was an exercise in strategic planning for the clubs and caucuses and local parties Mm -hmm. around the state. And I think it was extremely smart to do so because it got people going, got people thinking, starting to put metrics and stuff around what they were doing and putting plans about how it is that they're going to get canvassers or get the message out mm-hmm. or recruit um you know voters and vote right. by mail. Yeah. And even though of course it's a limited pot of money
0: mm-hmm. it right. got
1: everybody going on the plan and it ultimately gives both the local party and the state party something to fundraise around. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, like, help us because we're the party.
0: Right. Exactly. You know, and, and and it's interesting because, you know, just like you were saying, as far as, you know, getting the canvassers out and getting people out to support, you know, candidates and the, uh, the Democratic Party itself. Um, but of course, we know, you know, that, um, you know, our, you know, governor would try and uh, kind of throw a monkey wrench, just even in the process of who can actually do what, you know from a standpoint of you know signing up um, people to vote and and you know asking for you know or supporting a candidate asking for help and stuff like that so we understand and, and we know that you know that's always an issue of trying to um I guess in a sense, making sure that all of our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed when it comes to a state level so that we don't, you know, get ourselves into trouble. But of course, Mm -hmm. we understand that it's only because of the fact that, you know, you're just trying to, you know, put a monkey wrench in a plan and trying to be a roadblock in some kind Mm -hmm. of way, you know, so that, you know, you don't want uh, people coming in helping that's going to, you know, bring more awareness to some of the issues and idiotic legislation that has been placed in this last year in in florida
1: speaking of idiotic legislation one (laughs) of the restrictive election laws is currently under indictment well not indictment but there's a judicial review that has been asked about it because of some of the restraints that were put on these voter registration organizations Mm -hmm. like they changed Mm -hmm. it where it has to be annually renewed and they only have 10 days to turn it in the forms the idea is like they're trying to make it more difficult for people to register to vote or yes. help people register to vote in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So
0: yes. we'll have and to not just, that Yeah. Quote. Not just make it more, but, but even who can actually do it. Right. You know, so, you know, it, it's, you know, you can't just, you know, come out and say, you want to, you know, be a person that, you know, helps people get registered to vote. Uh, you have to make sure that you qualify, you know, from, from now the state's level, you know, you qualify to be able to do that. So again,
1: you know, it's, well, it's, and they, they raised the fines. That was the other thing that was crazy. It was like like fifty thousand dollars a day or something ridiculous. Which is crazy. I mean, are you serious? And and that scared a lot of organizations away from doing doing it because they don't want to. You know, if you miss that deadline, you don't want to start racking up thousands of dollars of fees against your right, nonprofit exactly. organization.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and and that's and that I think. Um, and I've said uh, so many times from from the standpoint of. Uh, you know, who, you know, our governor is and what he is, you know, it's, you know, you know, just simply just try to be a big bully, you know, and that's, you know, what we look at just trying to be a big, big bully, you know, from that standpoint of uh, scaring and and, and putting uh, fear into organizations, because like you say, you know, it comes up to like $50,000 a day and that type thing. And, and I mean, most of the organizations that are trying to help people register to vote aren't you know, those organizations that have a lot of money, you know, you're not looking at an organization to have millions and millions of dollars, but even if you did, you know, you don't want to pay, you know, that kind of uh, fee for a fine just because you're trying to register someone to vote, you know, you know, so
1: I was going to say, let's, this is a great time to point out the difference between governing styles or lack of governing styles between Trump and DeSantis. So DeSantis Mm -hmm. is a fascist because oh, yeah, yeah. he wants to use the institutions against the people. That's why those types of legislation go through And they're using the system to essentially quash democracy.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas
1: right. Donald Trump is an oligarch and he wants to s- dismantle the system. That's the Steve yes. Bannon mm-hmm. thing and dismantle the system and sell it to private companies so that they yes. control these very large, largely very successful and efficient mm-hmm. sectors of public life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and the thing is, because, and, and here here's the thing, um, and one one of uh, another distinct difference between the two, you know, is the fact that, and I'll just use Donald Trump, not necessarily DeSantis, but just saying Donald Trump. He's he knows that if he gets into office, he has a, only another four years. That's it. He's trying to plan after that because if he can get it like you say in dismantling the system and put it into private sector now once he's out private sector now owes him Mm -hmm. so now it's like you owe me you know so now i'm going to cash in on everything that you owe me so now he essentially controls private sector because of what he's quote unquote would have done for them you know, so yeah, So I mean, this is it's, exactly
1: it's, what Vladimir Putin did. This is exactly yeah. what Vladimir Putin did after the fall of the Soviet Union is, mm-hmm. you know, they start breaking up what had been state-owned enterprises and put them in private hands, but they, they're they being put in private hands by certain power brokers that will maintain mm-hmm. power. And yeah, it's a pretty um common way. It's very unfortunate that this has been happening in the United States. It's been happening for a long time. The entire push on that you know going back to the beginning of the 20th century to Mm -hmm. privatize everything from social security to the military and it's all to benefit private benefactors because there's a very very fringe group of people that believe the government shouldn't do almost anything because they want to control it like hyper capitalists
0: exactly you know but 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 that's That's one of the things, though, but, you know, from, like I said, from Donald Trump, you know, and I guess it just depends on the private sector that you want to control or the sector of the uh, the private industry that you want to control. Because with um, DeSantis at this point, with DeSantis, he's trying to what? Construct this uh, this private military militia, um, you know, from, you know, so it's like, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it just depends on, you know, what sector that they want to, kind of build up and feel as though you know can benefit them from that standpoint so well it's, it's, and i think desantis is
1: giving up the education so that's mm-hmm. his like that's his bone that he's throwing to the oligarchs right yeah, that's mm-hmm. why that's is like oh okay we'll give you guys education you know private because they don't really care They're like, yeah, you guys take all the money from that because you know there's so many kids and they 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 need education, so it's always Mm going to be a profitable
0: enterprise. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it's 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 crazy, you know. But but even going back to you know the Democrats and and how say let's
1: look back to the Democrats. What else? (laughs) What else was a takeaway for you?
0: I know, you know, but um, you know, going back to the Democrats, but I, I I think that. Um, with everything that's going on and and with the way that, um, like I said, the the convention, like I said, the leadership blue, you know, was, was, was presented, you know, I certainly hope that, you know, everyone comes or everyone that was there at least are able to take away and then go back to their local communities, you know, and then at least kind of preach and push, you know, the same type of message and hopefully, and, and one of the things that you and I were talking about even before the segment, you know, was the fact that even we have our, current elected officials, you know, that, I mean, some were there, you know, some weren't there, you know, but making sure, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, with those that, you know, weren't there, you know, not feel as though, you know, that, you know, someone owes them, but at least if you're looking at, I guess it's, it's almost like a mentorship type of mentality, you know, that, look, I'm an elected official, you're a candidate, you know, what can I do to help you? move forward, because if I help you move forward, I'm helping the entire party move forward, you know? So, and then with the entire party moving forward, you know, then all of our, even, you know, whatever our uh, platforms are, political platforms are, you know, those things or those pieces can begin to move forward. And we can begin to make, you know, progress as far as the legislation and stuff is concerned. So, you know, I really hope that, you know, a lot of the current elected officials would even, you know, from a mindset of, you know, maybe I can mentor a candidate and hopefully in some kind of way, you know, inspire some type of change and we can, you know, move this thing forward together, you know that's my I would
1: hope. love to see more of that. I think, unfortunately, that's one thing that's been lacking with Democrats in Florida is that we have a handful mm-hmm. of folks who are, are extremely powerful. They're in very blue districts. They have great fundraisers. And so they don't really care about the rest of the party. But the mm-hmm. problem is, is that's how we've gotten here. It mm-hmm. was these power brokers who've been in power for 20, 30 years you know, as candidates or behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. they've ceded the rest of the state to the Republicans because, heck, it's just a lot easier to sit in your plus 36 district, mm-hmm. right, and right, not exactly. worry about what everybody else has to do. And right. unfortunately, that's how we have the supermajority, And that's what's lost us what had been a Democratic majority state. Mm-hmm. And, It's terrible, I hate it, I don't like the selfishness, I would love to see more, but that is because I am generally somebody who believes in collaboration and community Mm -hmm. and democracy, but also because you and I are both positioned in a Republican dominated area and there is no way For us to make any ground unless we have collaboration from the outside. When you are resource deprived like this, you have to Mm -hmm. collaborate. It's the only way. And if you do not have those powerful folks seeing the value of bringing up the Democratic numbers and pushing the Democratic message across the state, you get Florida. Like you get it. This is what you get. You
0: get shit. you
1: (laughs) You get it. And you have the inability to pass anything through legislation. Mm -hmm. So you get a rubber stamp, right, for a wannabe dictator. And Mm -hmm. I really want those folks to see that that was the error in their strategy and Mm -hmm. start to invest more into both the party and down-ballot candidates and folks around the state. Because very soon, those little blue islands are going to be one underwater they're all coastal so (laughs) let's be real on that and two they're going to be like surrounded like you're and they're enacting policies that are going to pick off people and persecute people in those areas they're not going to be safe areas for anybody
0: that's very true that's very true that's the reality
1: of what we're looking at unfortunately Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no you're 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 totally you're totally right um you know and, and i think that you know with you know if that you know continues like you say you know along these same lines i'm just not wanting history to, history to repeat itself you know and mm-hmm. that's the thing that we just have to make sure that we that that we don't let happen you know that history repeats itself um you know if my thing is i mean if understanding you know a person has been elected if you're there you know and you know if it's there are so many ways you know that you know a an elected official can support, you know, an elected official can help, an elected official can, you know, reach out, you know, even if you just lift it up to, you know, just say, you know, let my staffers or whoever, you know, support or do something. I'm not saying that you have to specifically get out and beat the, um, you know, beat the street yourself, you know, but there are so many things that you can put in place that would assist and help, um, you know, from, from that standpoint. And I would hope that even the party would, you um, know, I, I know that you can't make anyone do anything, you know, because the party didn't elect you. But, you know, just from the standpoint of saying that this is, you know, something that we, you know, fully support and hope oh, and try yeah. to at least the message anyway. Yeah. At least kind of push, push the message. And, that, and that's something that I hope that that happens. But, you know, from like I said, so from the unity standpoint, I think that 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 would go a long way, you know, from 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 my perspective, as far as where Leadership Blue was, you know, on this past weekend and to where I think we can take it, you know, from this time moving forward, because we have, but well, it's July now. So we have um, what, 14, 15 months. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. To the August primary.
0: Mm-hmm, in 2024. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we got, you know, we have some work to do. It definitely steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One thing I do want to talk about is my dog. My duck campaign because I
0: okay, that's had right. That's right. Oh my fun <laughs> Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know, And that was it was funny because when um you walked in, like, who was who's a young lady? Um it was Rachel and Danica. Uh, Rachel. The environmental caucus. The right. They walked they walked in with the duck, and my wife said, Did you see the person with the um what the, did she say it was a duck? For, first she said it was a chicken, you know, and then I'm like, What? And then she said, No, oh, it's a duck. I said, did you see the person with the duck? I said, no, I didn't see. I because I, I didn't see that. That's what she had when she first walked in, you know. Yeah. And then when I said, I'm like, okay, what? Okay, where are we going with this? Where Where are we going with this? Yeah, I had no clue. But but go ahead. I'm sorry. I said-
1: yeah, no, but that's what we wanted, right? So, you know, the environmental caucus is. Um, let me just be frank. There's a bunch of like ner- nerdy, wonky scientist people, right? Mm-hmm. And like they're worried about. Climate change and flooding and and burning and the you know the sugarcane burning and the blue green algae and like all these things that are happening all around us right. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, these scientific wonky people are not super great at communicating this because it's like, oh my god, have you seen it? the world's on fire, right? And it's like that is not <laughs> going to convince people and that's not going to get people like really rallied up because it, all it does is like make you afraid and feel mm. helpless, frankly. Right. Right. So we um we developed a a guerrilla marketing campaign to get these messages out, to try to help people, help candidates, help the local parties, help other clubs and caucuses message on these important issues as to basically Mm -hmm. why they should vote for Democrats, because the Republicans are selling everybody out on all of this. Right. Everything from radioactive roads to building in coastal flood zones. So uh, I... And pet sitting for a friend. That's actually why I have my beautiful mm-hmm. background here. And her pet duck had babies. And I had my friend Danica, who owns a farm and knows mm-hmm. a lot about it. it, was helping me out. And we were both planning to go to leadership loop. And we said, okay, well, what are we gonna do with the duck? Like we got this baby duck. This baby duck, by the way, was like left by mama because he's got like this oh, wonky really? foot. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, he's healthy now, but he just like he got left behind. So we were, okay. we had to take care of him. Okay. But we were both coming to the to leadership blue, and we're like, well, I guess we're, you know, what are we gonna do? And she goes, Oh, I'm gonna bring him. I'm like, okay. I was like, that's great. So we developed this whole <laughs> marketing campaign around the duck because she was gonna have to bring them anyway. Okay. So we brought the duck. So I made this duck stickers, mm-hmm. I made the flyers to put around, and it says, I give a duck. And It was such a phenomena, such a hit. Like we got Nikki Freed. We got Daniel Hawk. We got um, Carlos Guillermo Smith, uh, Chevron Jones, everybody. We gave everybody the duck Mm -hmm. to hold and they took a picture. I got a video of of, uh, Carlos Guillermo Smith, who was a former state representative and now is running for state Senate big Mm -hmm. LGBT community leader. And he's like, I give a duck about the environment. And it's perfect. So we started this viral campaign. Um, People, you know, it brought like a little joy and levity to what is going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It got everybody talking about it. And that was the point. And as I was handing out the flyers, I was going, we want everyone to talk about the environment. So we were trying to make a splash, trying to have a little bit of fun. We also offered the graphics to be shareable so people could download them and, okay. and put okay. their that's logo good. on that them is, and share. That
0: is good. That is good.
1: So it was, yeah, it was, you know, because a lot of the other issues and and frankly, you know, some of them are existential, right? Like, so if you're, you know, you know, somebody, a, a pregnant person and you're having a complication in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. your, your life is on the line with the that's laws true. that have been passed, Very right? Yes. If you're a trans person, you know, your community just got markedly less safe for you and you, they're trying to roll back your access to medical care overall, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So those types of things are very heavy on people's minds. Also permitless carry, literally life, you know, (laughs) the the most dangerous thing. We're like, let's have more guns. So the, unfortunately the things that are like the long term, like global warming and the effects of it, have fallen to the back burner because <laughs> there's there's all this stuff going on and, and Ron DeSantis yeah. is really trying to wag the conversation towards these community issues meanwhile passing legislation that is absolutely horrific rolling mm-hmm. back Home rule and the ability of local areas to do things like fertilizer bands right, right which are a right. lifeblood of making sure that we do not have slime on our mm-hmm. rivers and lakes and stuff yeah radioactive roads using phosphogypsum in our roads that has a 1600 year half-life so like making the place like radioactive for 1600 years into the future right, which just is- so a, a mosaic doesn't have to pay to get rid of their radioactive waste. Like these are things that people, I mean, they're so caught up in these other things that they were able to pass this stuff on the backside that mm-hmm. will actually from today, moving forward into the future of Florida, make it harder for people to fight back against bad environmental legislation and activities. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, it's so wonky. It's so dorky. Like the other one about the, the preemptions and the um the taking over of local ability, like you can't pass any laws, um, you can't fight back against developers, these things right, roll exactly, back our rights exactly, in yes. major ways mm-hmm. that people haven't been talking about. So that was the whole point is like we want to be like, hey, like I know the roof is on fire, but so is the ground. <laughs> like, yeah. think, like, like everything's on fire. Yeah, and yeah, it's on both
0: sides. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're burning up from both sides, you know. And 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 that's the thing, because just before um the just before session closed you know they and and i would say almost in just one night just went and the governor just signed so many different bills and 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 put forth so much legislation you know that you know just made no sense at all you know but like you say they you know frame it in a way to where they try and um draw your attention in one place, you know, all while trying to sign stuff on the back end, just like you were saying, you know. So it's it it's just you know just trying to get people's attention out out of where they're really trying to focus or place their focus, you know. Yeah. So it's like you know it's 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 a, it's a smokescreen, you know. You know you know don't don't worry about the man behind the curtain, you know. Just here, this is what I want you to focus on, you know. Don't I don't mean, worry
1: about that. What's so wild with the environmental legislation is that I mean, us as in the environmental caucus, when we're looking through the bills and trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. These are written by developers, by the fertilizer companies, yep, by yep. the mining yep, companies, yes. whatever, right? And they'll be named the thing that they're doing. So it'll be like the water quality bill, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, we can actually put a bunch of shit in the water, right? Like it's exactly, it's exactly so what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Because you have to read, you have to understand what they're doing. Like, I'll give you examples. So we were looking at the legislation, um, as it was going through session and one was about mangroves. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. how much mangroves can you have or do you have to have? And like, can you cut them or not? right? Mm -hmm. And there's already existing laws, by the way, around how much and if you can cut the mangrove. Basically, you have to have a permit. You can't cut the mangrove because it's a climate change mitigation. It's a hurricane protection thing, right? So you can't just buy a piece of land and say, like, I'm going to cut everything off the front. They have to regulate it, okay? Right. And what this did is it talked in the bill about, oh, how if it's this height, then it's okay, but you have to get permit below this. So it actually rolled back the previous legislation that had it much higher, but it made it seem very reasonable. So you literally have to go back to the old legislation and go back to like the best practice books and match the numbers Mm-hmm. to understand whether or not like it's a good thing or not but if you read it on face and you're not like you're not into that field you're like oh okay this seems okay Yeah, that's not
0: kind of fine it's not, that's, that's reasonable
1: all the time right and they mm-hmm. do this specifically with the science because so many people it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to to follow up on right like mm-hmm. right how many people are you know climate and scientists and hydrologists not very many right, so they exactly. put these things in squirrely to to make it seem like they're okay and they're not and they do this they do this with a lot of different legislation, but specifically with the environmental one because it's very hard to track.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, and and that, and that's the thing. That's why they do it because they know nine times out of ten, the um, probably nine and a half times out of ten, you know, the the local resident, you know, they're not going to, like you say, put as much time into researching you know if this is right if it's you know this if it's good if it's bad you know what did the you know the previous you know say and that type thing they're not going to put that kind of research and time in it because i mean they, they have a family they're, they're trying to live they're trying to work they're trying to feed the oh, kids power, it, it's worse kids. than that this is like the
1: legislatures too the legislators <laughs> like they don't because it's like they're like oh okay whatever who cares about how tall the mangroves are like they're trying yeah. to mm-hmm. attack lgbt people over here so they go okay that doesn't sound horrible I'll go for it. Oh yeah. I I mean, so it's not even. I mean, it's like there's so many bills. Like the one day that we were in Tallahassee, I was advocating uh, Mm -hmm. for the environment. There were 97 bills that were heard that day. Like
0: it's extremely hard
1: to keep track. Right. So it's not even just the regular folks who we know can't keep track, but it's also the people whose job it is are being duped into passing Mm -hmm. bad legislation because of the strategy of Ron DeSantis and the Florida Republicans. To set the house on fire.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. See that, that 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 is crazy. Now on 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 average, how many how many bills normally do do they hear? Because you said it was ninety seven, that was heard. Right. That was over. in one that, day. One day. And and, right. I, and I and I would say you okay, claim how many bills are normally heard in a day when you actually go. Um, it I depends. Don't,
1: yeah. So, so let me, so the little primer on that. So, you know, we had over 200 bills that made mm-hmm. it all the way through the process and were signed by Rhonda Santos Right,
0: right, right. There
1: was a, a, a smattering of bills that made it all the way through the legislative process that Ron DeSantis did not sign or
0: vetoed. Not sign, right. uh,
1: something like 20 some odd bills, I think uh, okay. Uh, estimated. Okay. But the process begins even before session starts in like November and December Mm -hmm. where they're starting to go into committees or having committee meetings. So the Mm -hmm. bills are being brought up and then they get into the floor session. They have to pass both the house and the Senate and -hmm. and they have to do readings of the
0: bills. Right. And Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's the third reading of the bill where they get to vote on it. Vote on it. So each time the bill is read, Mm-hmm. There's an opportunity to debate on it well, on a okay? particular subject or area. Right. So mm-hmm. so every time it comes up, so the, the bill is read, okay, it's the phospho the gypsum, use of phosphogypsum. gypsum, That's the radioactive mm-hmm. roads one, right? It's read. and then there's some discussion on it for both sides, and they have like time, they allot a lot mm-hmm. of certain amount of time to each side, so it's equal, right?
0: Right. Right.
1: And, or sometimes they seat it and move forward. So they say, okay, we're reading this bill and then there's no discussion and they move on. Okay. okay. So that's how you mm-hmm. can have 97 bills in one day because it gets put on the schedule, which is put forth by the leadership.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, cause it has to go through each time. So it's not, right. you know, probably in total you had 400 some odd baby bills be filed throughout the process. Right. And then you right. get 200 making it all the way through. All the way
0: through. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it was definitely this, this particular um, session, you know, with this, this, this legislative session was, you know, one, one, one for the history books, you know, to, to, to say the least, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that, you know, if we, you know, can do or what we need to do, if we can do what we need to do, you know, and I believe that we truly can, um, you know, even as, as a party, I think that we can really, really make, like I said, so much of a difference. Uh, and even because of the fact that the bills you know were passed and that type of thing, um, we can't give up because of the fact that we can still go back and we can, you know, sometimes you have to correct the mistakes that were made. you know Absolutely. So we can certainly do that. And that's what I want to let people know. Just because a bill is passed, you know, at this particular juncture does not mean that we cannot go back, you know, and once we get people in place, you know, to correct some of the things that were made at this particular juncture, you know, so that we can still do that. So that's what, you know, I hope, and like I said, with the, um, at least with the uh, voice and um, from the message from this past weekend with Leadership Blue, you know, the hope was of the unity, the hope of, you know, pushing forward, not just a rah, rah, you know, are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? You know, but let's get down to really doing some work, you know, because everybody can get up and you can have the cheerleader, you can have, you know, the pep squad and you can have all of these things happen. But once you leave, the work is still to be done, you know, and and that's Mm -hmm. where, where I am now. And I hope that, you know, majority of the people would, you know, hopefully be in the same place. You know, it's all right. Let, let's go ahead and get the work done. You know, we've we've had the cheering, we've had all of this. Um, we we I, I hear what you're saying. You know, I hear what you're saying. You know, but I guess it's that that part to where it's not. I'll show me the money. You know, and so that's funny. Let's that, do it, right? That, 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 that Jerry, Jerry Maguire. You know, show me the money. You know, <laughs> you know, so that and that and that's the I'm thing.
1: Last from the past on that one.
0: <laughs> hey, okay. So one thing before we leave, there
1: was one thing that we haven't touched on from Leadership Blue. Yeah. The logo. So part of what Nikki Fried will was unveiled this new logo. So -hmm. the previous one was Florida Dems. It was kind of like a light blue, supposed to be very Florida and fun. I I didn't mind it. Um I but now they have a new logo that Mm -hmm. is a bolder, like darker blue with red. It's Mm -hmm. got a D with a Florida in it. And that was part of the big unveil. So I wanna know what do you think?
0: Um I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, it, it didn't, um. It, it wasn't anything to, you know, to say that, you know, it, it doesn't come out and it really hit you in the face, you know, but I mean, it, it, it's okay. Florida Dems. Okay. Okay. All right. Let, let, let's go and let, let's move forward. You know, it wasn't anything that really hit you in the face and said, damn, that, that, that's, you know. That's that. That's it right that's there. I mean, yeah. it that's so funny. Because in all the
1: analysis that are like all the recaps that I've read in the media about the session, about the the event convention, uh-huh. almost no one mentioned the branding. It was so funny. But it was I'm like part sure. of the main... It was on like the agenda. It was like going to be this big branding reveal and like everybody's excited. They had t-shirts and signs and stuff yeah. and like I only saw people going like, Wow, like absolutely, like if you rebrand then
0: <laughs> see, that you it'll know, be. The thing. it's like they had that on the agenda to do that, but they never did really I mean then they never made a big they never made a big push, you know, to say, you know, this is our whatever it is, you know, and this is you know us moving forward and 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 this is how we. They never did that. At least I didn't well, see
1: it. Okay, so they got the Tom Petty "I Won't Back Down"
0: Uh-huh.
1: the song, and then that actually, by the way, was like famously um, uh, had a cease and desist from Trump. So there was part of
0: oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, a little like yeah, life.
1: yeah. Uh-huh. you know. Yeah. we get to use it we're really not going to back down but yeah I mean it was just kind of funny because it was exciting and yeah I got the t-shirt I was like taking photos of it trying to you know be a team player but yeah I think um yeah afterwards everybody's like okay great like you (laughs) rebranded now what
0: (laughs) it's like woohoo you know there 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 it is there there it is exactly that's
1: and I, I mean and- part of it for me and i hate to put it like this but it was like the light blue was kind of like a wussy color it was kind of like like very like soft and felt very soft so i feel like the pivot was toward like bold font and like bold strong colors but not too flashy
0: yeah see i mean my, my thing is if you're going to hit them hit them you know don't, don't, don't come out and play with them if you're going to hit them hit them let, let, let's go forward you know let's you know, let's take the gloves off and, you know, let, let's, let's go for it. You know, it's, I don't know. Like you said, the, the light blue and then you had the dark blue and it, like I said, it, it was just, okay, This this, you know, we'll, we'll, use this. What we got, we'll use, it, let, let's go right. forward. You know what
1: would have been really ballsy and they should have done something like this. They should have been like, we're rebranding ourselves to the democratic Republicans and like, just, just absolutely try to co-opt their name. Now that would have been, uh, that would have been a move for the ages
0: oh man i don't know how that one would have gone over oh man i
1: it would have been just fun it would have just been fun and then like because then we could have changed the 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 names on the ballots to dr
0: and it would have confused people yeah you would have That's confused fun. everybody no one would have left like, what what dr who what is what and is, what is what at this, this
1: point in time i'm kind of like whatever socks <laughs> we need to pull out
0: whatever we need to do <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Whatever we need to do. Let's do it. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, oh man. So, I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are here and joined us. We are, this is a Howard Sapp with Now You Know and Dr. Cindy Banier, And we're just here talking. And again, we had a great time in Leadership Blue. Um, we came out with, you know, um, great messaging and just looking forward to move forward, you know, as we begin to push uh, Florida, you know, forward in the with the Democratic Party, uh, but also uh, to make Florida blue. Um, and we want to thank you guys. Um, you are certainly, certainly welcome again. Like I said, hit us up, email us, uh, let us know what you think. You know, if you want to be a part of the show, um, comments, we we certainly welcome all of that. Um, you can, you know, read look us up on uh, Big Mouth Media and uh, certainly, um, you know, support independent radio. And we're going to have Dr. Cindy Bagné tell you how you can support us with a Big Mouth Media.
1: Absolutely. For inquiries, you can email us at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. We would love to have you subscribe to this show so you can get the content right in your inbox. You can do that by hitting the plans and pricings on the Big Mouth Media website. $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year helps us to keep the show going. And you can find that at Big Mouth Media. FL.com. You can also subscribe and get the everything package for $19.99 yeah. a month, and you'll get everything, including misinformation, some of our new short series, including community conversations coming to us out of North Carolina A&T, and our latest show, Proud of You Sis, with Danny Benson, where she is giving flowers to people who are doing amazing things and just breathing love and life into this world. So find all of that at Big Mouth Media at BigMouthMediaFL.com. I've been your co host, Dr. Cindy Banya, and we'll see you next time on Now You Know with Howard Sapp. Bye-bye.